elementary, dear Watson. The importance of a clue. The importance of taking one piece of a puzzle and fitting it snugly into another in order to build a complete picture. Therein lies the importance of provenance. Provenance is that one eureka moment that propels an ordinary antique into something potentially stratospheric in regards to value. Right place, right name, and you can retire for life. The value of an antique can implode once it is undoubtedly linked to a major event, key figure, or a monumental piece of history. The word provenance itself derives from the French provenir, meaning to come from. An exciting story in the papers recently was a great example of that connection. The gun believed to be used by Vincent van Gogh to commit suicide in 1890 sold for over £116,000 at a Paris auction. The picture of the gun is spellbinding, knowing its place in history and the part it played in ending the life of one of the greatest, most tortured artists of our time. One little bullet changed art history forever. The auction house described the item as the most famous weapon in art history. What was his provenance? What proof do we have that it really killed Van Gogh? No such thing as a Bradford Exchange certificate at that time or a police file to testify. This is where modern forensics can unravel the past. The gun was discovered in the right location where it was shot. The calibre matched the bullet found in Van Gogh and forensics showed it had been underground since the 1890s. Even the type of gun betrayed the fact it took two days for Van Gogh to die, being a lower impact firearm. All very scientific and technical, but literally, what a groundbreaking find. Some examples are easier to identify, yet still command goosebumps. The violin playing as the Titanic sank, sold for over one million pound at auction in 2013. I'm sure we've all seen Titanic, unfortunately our Hollywood interpretation of the dark reality, but one of the most poignant scenes, and true to life, was where band leader Wallace Hartley played Nearer My God to Thee, as the water breached the ship and passengers were facing their early, unexpected mortality. A truly frightening moment, but it is believed that the sense of calm rendered by the band saved lives. As for provenance, days after the ship sank in 1912, Hartley's body was pulled from the water, with a violin case still strapped to his back. The violin featured an engraved silver plate that undeniably linked it to Hartley. An original menu from the ship sold for $100,000, so it's no surprise that the most iconic, poignant and heartbreaking part of her maiden and final voyage sold for over £1 million. On a lighter note, who would have thought that a Monopoly board would spark interest? Used by the great train robbers in 1963, just after they stole £2.5 million, they killed time hiding out in a farmhouse playing Monopoly using real money. Interestingly, the owner of the farmhouse 
was paid a large sum to hide the evidence, and he did, but he kept the board game. It's now kept in the Thames Valley Police Museum, complete with fingerprints of one of the robbers. A simple board game, violin and rusty gun are suddenly connected to some of history's most astonishing moments. Millions are spent coveting these rare items, of which only one exists. Surely if you could, you too may consider owning a piece of history that is exclusively yours. At a time when Scottish independence was a hot topic, it's quite ironic that an irreplaceable and incredibly rare bronze seal commissioned in 1322 by Robert the Bruce was fighting to stay in Scotland. Robert the Bruce led the charge for Scottish independence 700 years ago and Dunfermline Abbey used the two-part seal for customs documents as proof of the King of Scotland's authority and endorsement. The seal is irrevocably symbolic of the current independent situation, hence why a temporary export ban has been placed upon it, preventing it being sold to a foreign buyer. It will stay in the UK if the asking price of £151,250 is met. With an astounding artefact such as this, there can be no doubt as to its provenance, and combined with its rarity, it truly becomes a magnificent opportunity for the right buyer. Take great care though, anecdotal provenance can amount to little more than hearsay. My mum's neighbour was given this ring by Elvis when they were having an illicit affair. Provenance in the form of words can be hard to distinguish between truth and lie. Documents are easily faked and often are. However, a lack of provenance doesn't mean the item is fake, looted or illegal. The evidence may simply have disappeared in the sands of time or still be hiding out there somewhere, waiting to be found. The Pennycook jewels are believed to have belonged to Mary Queen of Scots and were looked after for many years as relics of Mary by the clerks of Pennycook. Although an enamelled locket is adorned with a painted miniature of a man and woman, Believed to be Mary and her son James, there is no concrete evidence that they were hers. Mary had an astounding jewellery collection, and the Clarks of Pennycook had a connection to Mary through marriage. A member of the Pennycooks married a granddaughter of Giles Mowbray, one of Mary's servants during her imprisonment in England. There are many connections, but it can be frustratingly hard to undeniably link such a beautiful piece to one of the most revered women in Scottish history. I always say, think of where an item may have come from when you hold it in your hand, and I hope that now you'll let your imagination really run wild with possibility. Every antique has a story to tell. It is up to you to open that book. <laughs>